foundational tools to develop a biblical worldview. Welcome to Mentoring Matters, a listener-supported program of SharonHearts.org. With the world's culture invading the church, it is vital that we establish some deeper roots in biblical truth in order to grow in grace and knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. So join us now as we let the Word of God give us foundational tools to develop and maintain a biblical worldview. Hi, this is Sharon Hoskins. And this is Janie Radsloff. And Janie, I'm going to start us out today in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 16. It says, Do you not know that you are the temple of God and that the Spirit of God dwells in you? And I think that is a good question that we should still be asking. Do you not know that you are the temple of God and the Spirit of God dwells in you? Because I see a lot of wishy-washy living today in our Christian society. Well, I like what you have said there because we truly are the temple of the living God. So can you conceive what it must be like for him to live inside of us? with us just having partial surrender. Oh, you live inside of us, and uh, what are you telling me? Oh, okay, I like that. Oh, what else are you telling me? I don't really think I want to handle that one. So it all depends on our surrender, but that surrender comes from a foundation. Absolutely. If we chose to accept Jesus Christ... We started out with a solid foundation because we had to be totally dependent on him for our salvation. If someone's listening today and they haven't made that decision and you feel like you are being tossed and turned with the waves, well, this is where you start to build a solid foundation. And Sharon, we need to recognize that there's a war going on for us to really be able to yield in full surrender to the Spirit as He is the indwelling force. And Romans one twenty five says, They exchanged the truth of God for a lie and worshipped and served the creature rather than the Creator. And we know a lie believed as the truth will affect your life as though it's true, even though it's a lie. Do you have some practical examples of some of the lies we choose to believe? Well, I think one of them is that we probably hesitate to follow what the Lord has for us sometimes because we look at our own abilities. I I hear two extremes when I talk with people. One of them concentrates on, oh, I'm so unworthy. I'm just not worth anything. Then I want to say, do you have Christ in you? And they'll say, well, yes, but I look at how I keep failing. Mm -hmm. Well, you need to change your focus. And then the other one just says, I'm doing great. I do everything right for the Lord and he just loves me and I praise him and we do all these wonderful things. But you know what? Deep down inside, they go home at night and it's not quite that way. So we put on a face. Yes. To look good. And if I look good and I'm doing good and I'm doing good deeds, then I must be good. Yes. And so you put on face on what do you do? Put on a face Sunday, maybe, and put on a face if you go to a Bible study or if you have a ladies retreat. Right. And then you go home and you think, oh, I think I'll pull out my depression Mm -hmm. again. 
or my escape. And then I, I love I love this one because we so need to be loved. And that is the more I do for God, the more he'll love me and bless oh, me. Oh, yeah. Because it's all about our performance. Yes. And he says, I loved you before the foundations of the world. And I knew that I must come and make myself known to you so that I could redeem you from your blindness and your messiness that you can't even see. Well, yeah. And John eight thirty one says, if you abide in my word, then you are truly disciples of mine and you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. And I think that's some of our issue today, Janie, is that we just don't have time to study our Bible. We don't have time to be in our word. We don't have time to be still and know God. We are just too busy with all the chaos of life. And, you know, Sharon, many times we are too busy with the pains and the stresses and the emotional losses that the Lord is not necessarily sending, but mm-hmm. he is allowing Because he says, I need to get your attention. And yet we can lose sight of building a foundation, letting him inhabit us because he says he indwells us because we don't understand all the pain and the purpose of pain. Because if he's God, Sharon, why isn't he preventing all this misery, especially when I am trying so hard to build a solid foundation and some of it is that um is that we're busy serving and doing for god that we don't know how to be so we're busy doing and not being so sharon you said earlier that a lie believed as truth will affect your life as if it were true even though it's a lie And that began really at the Garden of Eden, where Adam and Eve sang, I hear what you say, and I think I want to believe what you're saying, Lucifer, the bright morning star, that if I do things my way, I can be just like God. And I can have what I want that feels good, that benefits and makes me as wise as God. So the thief came to steal and kill and destroy, and he did that. Exactly. But now, you know what? There's a counter to that because Jesus Christ said, I have come that they might have life and enjoy it and may have it in abundance to Mm. its full till it overflows. Mm. Now, these verses sound like they're in direct opposition of each other. Right. And you know what? They are because one will produce death and one will produce life through death. And that's where we buck because we believe we need to have life and enjoy life to the fullest case closed. But the Lord says, that's not how you got abundant life. You got it by my being willing to sacrifice my life in death so that you can have that life abundant. Right. Now I'm asking you to pick up your cross and follow the example of being a testimony to those that are ignorant of it. And we're saying, oh, that's just too difficult. You know, I am what I am and I can't change. And so then we end up defiling our temple and living unholy. And as a result of that, we don't establish a solid foundation, do we? Oh, yeah. 
and a little I don't know Sharon when you were in church when you were young did you ever know the course about a wise man builds his house upon a mm-hmm. rock did you okay yeah, 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 and yeah. you had the little motions uh-huh, that went yeah. to it okay well let's see how that really is handled from the word of God uh, Matthew seven twenty four. yeah yeah Everyone who hears these words of mine and does them will be like a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rain fell and the floods came and the winds blew and beat on that house. But it did not fall because it had been found on the rock. Sharon, if you start off with a sandy surface, you're never going to have a solid foundation. And so 101 of building. You know, our root problem, Sharon, really began when Adam and Eve chose to listen to Lucifer and not to the God of all creation. The Lord gave Adam and Eve the rock himself. He told them he communed with them every day. And they both decided to determine for themselves what was good and what is true. They chose to live life independent of God and rely on their own reason rather than the word of God that they were getting. And they went from a solid foundation. And you know what? What Adam and Eve began in building on sifting sands because they chose to believe a lie? Thousands of years later, we are still caught in that cycle of self, building on shaky sands. Well, because we think that it's right. So Proverbs 14, 12 says, There is a way which seems right to man, but its end is the way of death. 2 Corinthians 4, 4, it tells us that the God of this world has blinded the unbeliever's mind, that they should not discern the truth, preventing them from seeing the illuminating light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image and the likeness of God. So impossible circumstances that keep us from doing what we have been equipped to do through trusting the spirit that always indwells us, we need to say those impossible circumstances are totally possible because God says, I specialize in the impossibilities. Whether it's your pain, your frustration, your denial, your anger, your not knowing how to build. Well, the Lord says to take heed how we build on our foundation. So taking us back to 1 Corinthians chapter 3, in verse 10, it says, Let each one of you take heed how you build on your foundation. So the foundation is Jesus Christ, and that's the only foundation on which we can build. And then practically, he says, how do you know me? Romans 12, 1 and 2, which I know is one of your Mm -hmm. favorite passages of all of Scripture. And so he says... Recognize the lies. Right. You've got to see the need for change. And then I've given you your mind and your will. So renounce and reject those lies. Right. Even though they appear as truth. Then you've got to have a solution. Replace those lies with renewing your mind and what I've already told you I've provided for you. In my word. In the word. And then... Change your focus, redirect your thoughts to reflect your new beliefs that he is your all in all. So that will put our foundation on the solid rock of Jesus Christ. So let the floods come, the tornadoes whip through. Will you feel threatened? Absolutely. Will you know fear? 
but he says he's got it all covered because he is building the new foundation in our lives. And that's why Mentoring Matters. Mentoring Matters is a listener-supported discipleship program of Sharon Hart's ministry. Join a community seeking to grow in grace and knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ with resource materials available for the journey at SharonHarts.org. That's S-H-A-R-I-N-Hearts.org.